The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Namaste. Welcome to the Conscious Combo podcast. I am your host and teacher, Pippa Leslie. I'm here to share everything I learn, see, and channel. This podcast is for the conscious and curious beings who are ready to dive deeper into spirituality. I am so grateful you are here. Well, hello guys, welcome back to the show. As always, I'm so excited to announce another guest onto the show. And for you who have already been listening every week, thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I have a very special guest. And as you all know, listening to me, if you don't know, I am a QHHT practitioner, and today we have Julia Cannon on the show, who is Dolores Cannon's daughter, who is the founder of QHHT, and she developed that over her life. And I'm just excited to talk to Julia today because you're my teacher in level two, and it's (laughs) nice to be able to talk to you as a student as well. And just to have you on, it's such an honor to talk to you today, Julia. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Pippa. This This is really fun. You're so welcome. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, reading over your bio, uh, you know, I know obviously bits about you from learning about you and watching you as my teacher on level two, but you went from a registered nurse, you know, for, t- for 20 plus years into QHHT. So that drastic, it's like the human 3D into the 5D, you've gone like in between <laughs> the two. And what was that like, you know, going from one to the other? Was it, was it a big transition for you or did it just feel right at the time? It felt right at the time. I could tell that the one was ending. I mean, I was being given messages, all kinds of things that you've got to stop this one. You need to go do something else. I was was just very comfortable in this one. And that was really the biggest transition was my comfort zone. (laughs) And so um, it made sense to whatever I was doing. And I, I got that part, but I didn't quite understand what they, what I was being sent into. Um, I, I just knew so this was supposed to end. I could tell that the the registered nurse, all that, because it was winding down. I I was no longer a nurse. I was in management. I was that kind of thing. And I kept looking around like, where did the nurse me go? Because that was my dream all my life, you know? And then all of a sudden I wasn't that anymore. And, and the love of it was diminishing. So that, and so all of those were indicators that it was over. And then I was getting the messages. You got to leave, you got to leave, you got to leave. And, um, but then that's where, stubborn me, you know, dug in my heels and, and was like, well, why do I have to leave? Why do I have to leave? <laughs> I was like, don't tell me what to do. You're not the boss of me, that kind of thing. You know, <laughs> just, you know, this is my life. I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> and so, um, and then about the fourth time they said something, it was like four times they were telling me over the course of two years, the fourth time I was real cocky, snarky, whatever you want to call it. And, and I'm just, cause I'm not, cause they were like, they finally said, go to Arkansas. You have to go to Arkansas and do this. I mean, they weren't telling me it was kind of, you know, cryptic 
you know, they don't speak in real clear, <laughs> just cryptic, do a healing center. Ooh, and I'm like, okay, I can do that. And this time they're like a healing center in Arkansas. And I was living in Missouri, which is one state away. It's not that far, but it's far enough to not make sense. And I'm like, why, why would I do that? And then, then finally I said, how, how in the world am I going to do that if I'm here? And they're like, well, we'll show you how. And so they just plucked me out of that life and put me over here. And so that was the biggest transition. One, once, I, And I was kicking and screaming because it wasn't my choice, haha, as I thought then. <laughs> so, you know, and that's what we do sometimes if we wait and wait and wait and not move when we're, we have the indicators is we let the universe take care of it for us. I know this now. But we let the universe take care of it. And then it's not pretty. And then we kick and scream and say, why are you doing this to me? I was a good person. Why, why, why are you beating up on me? So we, we look back the victim, you know, when the reality is I chose to do this <laughs> and I needed indicators and I needed help to, if I was not going to do it on my own, I needed help to get there. So it was all helping me. And anyway, so yeah, that was it. I love, once I understood what happened, yeah, I'm all for it. And I love, love the world. And I can't even imagine my life before. It was it was totally different. Um, I look back and I can say it was a 3D healthcare, 3D. I mean, but that's what I understood. That's what I trained for. It's what I knew. But it, it started getting where it didn't make sense. And yeah. that's where this makes sense. The more I know about this and, and, and really when that was happening, uh, my mother was kind of in the beginning of creating this. So we didn't really know what we had here yet, you know? So once I was over here and the more I worked with her, then I'm starting to see and understand what this is all about. And it makes total sense. I'm like, yeah. Oh gosh, yeah, I get it now. <laughs> so it's, it's wonderful. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't understand why something is happening, go ahead. It's okay. It will make sense at some point. I promise it will make sense. <laughs> Yes, it's diving into the unknown, isn't it? That's kind of like where the where you feel scared to do it, but it's you, the universe is guiding you in the right way, as you said. That tr yeah. the big one is trust. We just mentioned that before we press record is me trusting myself as a practitioner, you know, and and know that I'm I'm doing the right thing, and it's all in divine timing. It's all divine. The session's divine, and so the biggest thing that we we don't do is trust ourselves. So, well, you know, and that's, that's yeah, absolutely, and that's like overwhelmingly the biggest message that I'm getting now for people is trust just trust yeah. yourself to know what's right for you trust yourself to make the right choices trust yourself to make the right decisions we we put everything out there for everybody else we'll trust everybody else but we don't trust ourselves mm. and it's like just ourselves just yeah. trust you you know what's right for you so just go with it and if you're getting guidance go with it it's good yeah. for you it's the right thing for you I am interested to know, obviously, you said your mother was kind of at the beginning of QHHT when you did the transition. Being a registered nurse in intensive care, you know, growing up with a mother who was doing hyp hypnotherapy and things like that. When you were in intensive care, you know, you obviously dealt with a lot of death. And did you ever like, you know, see anything? Did you ever feel anything? Did you or was it kind of later on when you did the transition? That's when everything kind of made more sense. No, I mean, she was because she was into this work. She was in the hypnosis. She was, I mean, my father had already, I mean, that was back when I was a teenager. He had yeah. already done the the Five Lives Remembered work, you know, where he had found yep. the person. That was that book. Um, so I was exposed to it there. And then my mother was into metaphysics. So I was exposed to these things. 
Yeah. And, and then now she was back into hypnosis and we would play with it. Like I was her guinea pig, you know, and so on weekends or whatever I would come in, she would practice different techniques on me. So I was being gradually, you know, indoctrinated in this. So I'm aware of it. So what was happening? Yes. If somebody, you know, I understood it as far as when they're, when they're dying, when they're passing, I was looking for that. I I didn't have a lot of fine details yet but I did have I knew that they they were moving on they were doing something there wasn't just a death of of them you know so it was like I was in it really was I don't want to sound morbid but but you'll find that nurses especially they they do this okay um because everything I was seeing you have monitors on everything watching everything okay and when somebody's dying you're watching the body die and I want you to tell you, it's a fascinating thing to watch the body die. I mean, it's not that it's a good thing or like that. It's just fascinating to watch what it does. It goes through these things. And so you would think, okay, well, the body dies. That's when something happens. But no, you can almost tell. I would, I would start watching them to see if I could tell when the soul left the body. Yeah, so that, yeah. that would be something I started doing. And um, um usually there was family around them. So I, I didn't talk to the patient or anything, but I would have if they, you know, cause I would have known enough where I might've said something. It was that kind of thing. So I was being entrenched in it at that point. So I knew enough yeah. to help. <laughs> yeah. It's really interesting as well, because I, I lost my two grandparents over the last like seven years. And I remember being so against watching them die. Cause I was so like, I don't want to see it, but then I did have a curiosity for it. You know, that, that curiosity, we're all curious beings, you know, yeah, absolutely. and I kind of regret not, you know, watching that whole uh, dying process. Like I didn't for my grandma or my granddad a couple of years ago. And I just wish I did. If it was now happening now, I would definitely be with them from like, and, and I'd be the same as you, Julia. I'd be like, it's the soul left. And I'd try and feel into like, you know, and I do know from stories and you'll understand this is my mother would say, you know, my, my, my grandmother would say, oh, there's mom. And obviously coming to take her, you know, take the soul. And my granddad had the same, oh, there's yeah. mom and dad. And he point. And mm-hmm. that's what I find fascinating doing QHHT is that the death experience is the same kind of process for a lot of the, from the clients is the, the lightness they feel like the heaviness is just literally dropped and they just feel free. Yeah. Um, and you're talking about that. I will, I will share a little information that um, I, I've shared a little bit, but my father, like you're talking about my father passed um, right before. And this was kind of when I was still back and I was in my nursing days and stuff. So when he passed um, and there was, it was like all these people, he just kept looking around and he was try, trying to talk to, it was like a whole room of people were there. Yeah. And so it was like, that was cool. Now I didn't notice that with mom. But um, I thought I knew when she left the body because I was like, you know, I'm I've been studying this, <laughs> I've been really practicing this, and she surprised me with a dream a couple of days after she passed, and in that dream she showed me when she left the body, and it was long before I thought it was. So there we go. I know that's, <laughs> that's free thing. She was showing me how free she was, and she was dancing and just having a blast. Oh, I love that. It's so comforting to know, especially like everyone has that connection if they just allow and trust to have that connection. And one thing I've noticed too with clients, 
especially in New Zealand, because there's a high suicide rate in New Zealand and there's a lot of fear around, you know, and there's a lot of mental health here as well. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the clients that have been to see me, because I was doing sessions in the UK before I left to come to, so I did all my level one in the UK. All my sessions were mostly done in the UK, my 25 sessions. And then coming here, the difference, I can see the difference with the culture and the energy and just different people here. And one thing that clients would come with and they'd say it, they they get towards the end of the interview and they'd, you know, they'd be like, I do have a fear of death. Like I, I fear death. And, you know, it's a big thing. I think most of us would have feared death at one point or another. And Absolutely. after I think a that's session. Like the biggest fear actually that's yes. out there, you know, it's like number one, but that's what's yep. so good about QHHT is because we get to go after through the it. session. I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> I'm getting goosebumps. Cause I remember one client, you know, she was just, she watched, she'd had a lot of trauma, you know, lost a lot of loved ones and, she just feared death. And I remember she went to these lives and she just watched how peaceful her past lives were. And, and oh, I want to get teary talking about it because it was so emotional, her, her session. And she said something so beautiful at the end. She just said, I no longer fear death. Death is the, is the celebration. You know, I, I'm getting teary thinking about it because she just, she came in with so much fear and she was so like, just, you could just tell closed and fearful when she left. She just was like, I'm free. I've set myself free from all this fear. And it was just like, I was just trying not to cry with her, but I was like, Oh, <laughs> and to be able to facilitate that for someone, it's so, I, I just have so much gratitude for QHHT because it's such a beautiful technique. And for those who, for those who don't know what QHHT is, let, let you talk about QHHT. So <laughs> Uh, yeah so obviously I'm trained as a QHHD practitioner I'm, I've done my level one I'm doing my level two now so for those who haven't heard of it Julia what what is QHHT yeah QHHT quantum healing hypnosis technique my mother Dolores Cannon created it developed it over her oh gosh 40 50 year career I mean it was a huge body of work uh, and a lot of experimentation a lot of work went into that I was one of her guinea pigs so that's where that came in um But what this does, what it's so beautiful at doing is getting answers to your questions. Now, these are not just trivial answers. These are any questions you have, and they're given to you by your higher self or your source of all knowledge. And that's what we're all wanting. We want to have that access. And that's what QHHT gives everyone is access to that, that information, to that source for themselves. And what I love, 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 love about QHHT is when you make connection to that part of yourself in a session, it's teaching you how to now do it in a conscious state. What better way of taking back, see, this is taking back your power because we give it away to everybody. Please tell me what to do here. What do I need to know here? What do I do? Well, we can just go inside and just go, you know, what do I need? You have, your, you have all the answers. And that's where this is helping everybody get in touch with that part that has all the answers for them. Yeah. I know the, a lot of the times when we contact the subconscious, that's one of my favorite bits, to be honest, like the past lives are fascinating, but it's more for them to kind of experience. Mm -hmm. And when it gets subconscious, just the personality that comes out and Mm -hmm. the, the, and that's mostly the common answer that the subconscious will give is that she knows she already knows stopped out in herself, stop, you stopped out. And it's like, (laughs) And it, it's the same for me when I had my QHHT session, I was like, did all my questions. And I was like, but when I was actually writing the questions down in my own mind, cause I'm very self-aware, mm-hmm. there was a state, there was actually a stage where I thought, 
I don't think I have any questions, you know, because I was just so I got to a point where I was like, these questions I already know. Mm-hmm. It's like we want confirmation because again, the self-doubt creeps in, but the answers are all within you, aren't they? So it's that's they, they, they are. And so many people that happens so much, you know. Well, I was already getting the answers while I was making the questions. Fantastic. There's your connection. We don't always know what to call that. We don't know what that is. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. your part that has all the answers. <laughs> And you, we already have the connection. We just, we, again, we don't trust that we have yeah. something like that. Yeah. That's the big one, isn't it? The trust. He said, we trust so many other people. We forget to trust ourselves first. Yes. Yes. It's beautiful. I'm just, it's honestly, it's one of the most amazing modalities I've ever done. And I don't know much about the next thing, but that's why I wanted to, to ask you about it without going in and reading about it. I wanted to ask you directly okay. was, you, you know, you wrote a book called Soul Speak and it's about the language of your body, which I think is fascinating because, you know, I'm very interested in human behavior and body language. And, you know, you can just tell when someone walks into a room, if they're in like a good mood, if they're in a sad mood and, you know, how did that come about? Did that come through for you? Like it did for Dolores, your mom, or was it kind of something that just came, you know, as it was meant to come at the right time? Well, it's probably both. Um, it was coming when I was helping my mother, she was doing her classes and, and this was in, I think it was level, level two. I'm trying to remember if it was level one or level two, where we started, because this expanded and evolved over time, but, um, she would be talking about, she was gradually learning more about what the body, you know, aches and pains and illnesses they were starting to mean things. And, and at first it was always historical things, you know, that she was coming and she was finding. And then as she got more into this part that has all these answers, then it, people would come in with ailments. And then that part would say, oh, well, you know, that's, they have this knee, knee issue because, you know, and they start going into this and it's like, what, you know? <laughs> and, and so she's, she'd come home and she's like, this is what they said. And it's like, oh, wow, that's really interesting. And it makes sense. You know, well, i because of my nursing background, I have a total fascination with the body. I mean, absolutely fascinating. So when these messages were coming from my mother through her sessions, it was like, oh, that's making sense. It makes sense in a really logical, illogical way. You know, it's like, it's not my medical training way, but it's the body systems and what I know. And, and this, this makes sense. And so she just kept bringing more information like that. And thought, you know, this, this is something here. That's really interesting. And so I'm just kind of logging it in here and I'm thinking, okay, well, if that means this, then I wonder if this means this, you know, I'm kind of playing a game with it here a little bit and I'm just playing around with it. And then I meet somebody, you know, you know, you run into an old friend or something and how are you doing? And then they, they start telling you all their aches and pains, right? I mean, that's just kind of, you know, this is what's yeah. going on with me, right? And so, and I just immediately go to this place because it's a fascination right now. And I'm like, Oh, so is this going on in your life because of whatever they had going on? I'm like, is this going on in your life? And and they're like, how did you know? You must be psychic. I'm like, no, you're transparent. I mean, your body is screaming. Your body's telling me what's going on. And so then I started going, and that happened many times. I thought, okay, there's something here. <laughs> this is something. And so then when I'm helping my mother in the class, every time we we get to that part, we're talking to the SC, we're talking about how we're contacting that, what it's about. And, um, and then she was talking about some of these different ailments and things like that and how it works. And I'm getting an actual literal tap on the head. I'm getting something like this. And it's like, 
this is your book. This is your book. Cause people are like, do you have this in a book? And they're like, this is your book, you know? And I'm like, why would I write a book? Mom's the writer. you know. <laughs> and so I went to mom and I'm like, Hey, I'm getting this message. Um, but this is your material, you know? And she's like, I said, so maybe we write it together or you write, she goes, no, this is your book. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and so, um, so that was another thing. I, I, I resisted doing it. It took me a while to get it out, but that's what, um, I, I, so I started with that. I was getting her information and making sense of that. And then as I started writing the book, then I had to, I literally crawled into, energetically crawled into uh, disease processes or different is issues to see what their message was. What are they trying to say? And that's where the book comes from. And then now I have it in an online course too. Oh yeah. I think I'm going to do it because I think it'd be really, it's complements QHHT, doesn't it? Cause a lot of the time well, when they're talking about the aches and pains and you kind of have an intuition about, you know, what's going on in the life. Like you said, I think that, I think QHHT brings that in too, you know, with, and obviously doing healing work myself, I'm a Reiki master and I do a lot of healing. So I think having soul speak is like just that tool to bring in to help, you know, deepen that knowledge. And yeah, it's beautiful. That's why I didn't want to read into it too much. Cause I wanted to talk to you about it in, you know, in person on, on, on here. And I think it's wonderful. Yeah, it was, um, again, I mean, I don't know why I resist these things. So if anybody resists stuff that comes on your path, you know, I resisted it. It took me seven years to write the book. Wow. <laughs> and, and, and then finally, so I don't know, somebody needs to hear this. Okay. So this is important. Um, at, at the sixth year, I got a message and it said, cause I thought, you know, this is my material. They're giving it to me. It's my assignment. Right. And I'm just playing with it. And and dragging my feet and everything else at the sixth year, they said, you have one more year. And if you don't get this done, we're giving it to someone else. Wow. Like, oh, my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> I think they knew my motivation. <laughs> so I got it done. <laughs> wow. That's like a, that's a big message for me too. Cause I'm like, I've got a few books that I want to write and I feel like I need to do it now or do it. I don't know. It's like you said, if they don't, if you don't do it now, they give it to someone else. And that's, you yeah. think, oh no, yeah. I've got FOMO now. I don't want to miss out. <laughs> exactly. This is mine. No, somebody else can't take it. <laughs> but it shows you. I mean, and, and mom was always saying that that was the kind of material that she was getting is they they put this material out there. It's kind of like a it's a layer that's put over the earth and then it filters down and whoever is open to it receives it. Okay. And that's why you might have several people coming up with the same idea at the same time. Um, and it's like, who's going to do something with it? you know, so it's free will. It's what, what are you going to do? So that's where, okay, that one landed in my hands and in my lap for probably it was, it was designed, but then if I wasn't going to do anything with it, it was wasted. So yeah. that's where, yeah. So if you, that if does, you've got something, kick up the bomb, doesn't it? Cause you think, you know, you've got all these beautiful ideas that spirit's sending them to you and you just need to take that inspired action. Right. Absolutely. Well, I mean, she kept asking in her sessions, why, why are you giving this to me? Why are you giving me this information? And they said, well, we want to put it out there. We want to get it out there. Well, who better to give it to than a writer who's actually going to do something with it and put it out there? And she did. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
on your happy price, price line. I'm, I'm still yet to read a lot of your mum's books, but I think I can't remember which one it was. So forgive me if I get it wrong. I think it was between life and death. Uh, she had the client, was he called Phil? And he was that the was one. Keepers, keepers of the Garden. That's Keepers of the Garden, yeah. So I loved how like that should have been a client and she couldn't make it. So she gave, you know, Phil the spot and then ended up being the best client that, you know, one of the best clients she ever had. And I think from reading the, some of the stories that he had and the drawings of like the alien life, like my husband, Chris, he's he's a massive Dolores Cannon fan. He's always been into you know, he uh, read Michael Newton and Brian White, all those from being a younger teenager. And, you know, he got into Dolores. Oh, I actually didn't tell you. I think I think Suzanne might have actually told you the story because when I spoke to Suzanne, she said she'd passed it on to you. But I remember when I was debating whether to do QHHT, you'll yeah. love this story. Chris was in America at the time because my husband's from California and I was in the UK and I told him like about this QHHT keeps popping up. It's like everywhere. It's on Instagram, Facebook, and <laughs> I'm seeing Julia talk. Like it just, it was everywhere. And I kept asking, should I do it? Should I do it? Now, Chris hadn't he- really heard of Dolores at the time. You know, he'd okay. maybe like, you know, heard of her like f- through the other hypnosis practitioners mm-hmm. and things like that. And that night I asked him, should I do it? He would, when he goes to sleep, he goes to meditate and he goes through a doorway and someone sits on the bench with him. And normally it's like a loved one or someone else. And he said, an older lady was sat there and he was like, who, who are you? And the lady said, I'm Dolores Cannon. And she said, I, she told him when she, when she was born, when she passed and told him to read the convoluted universe book one. And he'd never heard of that book. So when he woke up the next morning, he, he like, typed the typed the book on google and he was like what the hell like like that's a specific book by a lady (laughs) and then when he told me he was like I had a dream light and it was Dolores and I was like there's there's my yes like I should do it because she's obviously come through to you for that reason and it was just like what the hell it just uh, that's why like when you you can't doubt spirit you can't doubt messages because they come through in in so many ways like you said and we can't ignore them so that's when the next day I signed up to level one so I was like thanks Dolores yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it was just <laughs> yeah and it was beautiful and I just think from that moment I just I, and then obviously then Chris started to read Convoluted Universe and he loves it and he's very much into past lives he had his first past life regression done when he his brother passed you know 20 mm-hmm. years ago and he just said it's just fascinating and more people are getting you know more curious now with past lives because mm-hmm. they're starting to be drawn to certain places in the world and they're drawn to certain you know times in our past and yeah. I think watching yours watching your past life that on one of the training videos that was fascinating for me you know I had a client yesterday the day before sorry and and she she'd gone down to the the 1600s when she was at the witch trials you know and she was you know she was being burned at the stake yeah. And, and, you know, even like clients who I saw months ago, they'll text and say things like, I still can't believe like I've seen that life now. It's a part of me. I can, I can remember every single mm-hmm. detail. I can remember how I felt, how much I loved my children and my husband. And, mm-hmm. and I, same with me. Like I, when I went to my past lives, I, I healed my sciatic pain from my past life mm-hmm. and which was just phenomenal because it was, you know, as you can imagine, sciatic pain is not the nicest and it was causing me a lot of, you know, grief and just, you know, just annoyance really. So when I healed it, I was like, oh my God, this is insane. We have the power to heal our bodies. So to be able to go 
into the past lives and then listen to Suzanne's past lives on YouTube. I'm always intrigued and obsessed listening to them. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I had a client who was Tutankhamun in a past life and he didn't even really know much about Egypt. And he, you know, he, a lot of clients will look up stuff when they get home and they'll Google yeah. it and then yeah. they'll send you all this stuff. And you're like, oh, that yeah, makes so much sense now, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you must have seen, you must have seen and heard so many amazing stories and past lives and your mum must have heard like just the client she's helped. I remember like she, she's helped thousands, hasn't she? Thousands and just being like booked out for so long and just, oh, yeah. oh my she, God. She had a waiting list of 10 years when she, oh my. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was amazing, but that's why she started teaching was she, she was told in a session, that's how she got her messages that she needed to start teaching this because there was no way that she could see all the people in the world that needed these sessions. I know. So that's, that's why she did it. And, and well, look, I mean, it's, it's amazing. I know. Like, so what would you think she would say if she was here now? Like if she was still alive, would she just be over the moon? Wouldn't she? Yeah, she was, uh, she'd be amazed at, at what the growth, you know, what's happened or anything. Cause she was at her, at her passing I mean the class we had right before that was the largest class we'd ever had and that one was just overwhelming to her and she's just like oh my gosh should I really do this and we have people like you know, I don't know at least 15 different countries and it's just amazing you know when you're just like oh my gosh what what happened what did I do <laughs> you know she was just doing her thing and you know this happened and it's it, absolutely it people yeah like I said it's still growing and people are still doing like like I've actually had clients come to the house because they're curious on QHHT because they want to go learn QHHT yeah. so I'm always kind of intrigued you know because that was kind of like me I went for my first QHHT two years ago because I was like oh this is intriguing I want to go and have it done and then as soon as I had it done I, I explored the past lives I remember Suzanne telling me something she said it made me laugh she told me that when she did her she's like I'm gonna be a princess in a castle yeah. and then she ended up being in the jungle and I was like that's that was so me because I'm a Disney yeah. fanatic so I was like I'm <laughs> definitely gonna be a princess in a past life and I wasn't I was a chief in an aborigine tribe and I was I got injured when I was going out looking for food and it just mm -hmm. the, just what your subconscious surprises you with when you like think yeah. something else it, it it rarely goes as you expect it and that's why we always say just don't don't have any expectations you will go where you go and just allow the information to come in. Because if you have expectations and you start going, well, wait a minute, it's not working because it's not going whatever yeah. the way I wanted it to. You're, you're shutting it down when you do that. Mm -hmm. So just be open, allow it, play the game. I just, because that's what I said. Let's just play the game. Let's just see what happens. What have we got to lose? And yeah, I've, I've said that a few times to clients because they come in, they're quite nervous. I'm like, this is fun. This is such a fun experience. Like we're going to have fun today. You know, it's like, so it, and it just helps them to relax. And that's kind of like what I'm proud of for me. Like this is my space here. And when, as soon as people come into my home, into my lounge space, they're just at ease already. Cause I offer that real, you know, motherly caring, non-judgmental, you know, just safe space for them to just, you know, and, and as soon as they sit down, it's like, as though, as soon as the bum touches the seat, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just love that. I think, the subconscious is definitely my favorite part, but I think my, one of my favorite parts is just sitting, listening to the stories and seeing how far they've come and just oh, yeah. have like boxes of tissues, you know, lined up. And I'm just it, fascinated. It, by how it really is fascinating to see what people have, have created for themselves and what they have, what they came in 
you know, and design, and they don't realize that yet, you know, the session will help show them that, but, um, but yeah, to hear someone's story, and the really cool thing is, it's their, usually their first time of ever seeing their whole life, you know, told out in a way to anybody, and so it's the first time maybe they're making connections and understanding different things that are happening when they happen, and so it's beautiful, it I is love beautiful. to hear people's life stories, absolutely, yeah. That's the best bit. I know. The other thing I've actually not watched any of this yet, but I really want to is your metaphysical hour on a, uh-huh. on a Friday, and you know that's obviously every Friday at seven p.m. Central Standard Time. Is it? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And what kind of things do you talk about on that every week? Everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everything. It's metaphysical hour, so everything metaphysical. And we we can. What I love is. Sometimes we come in, we have absolutely no topic. We have no idea what we're going to talk about. And we just explore different things. I mean, everyday things that happen. And it's like, what, what was the metaphysical significance of that? Was there anything to that? Was it? So it's like looking beyond. It's always, you know, don't take things at their surface value. Let's see what's really happening here. Yeah. That's why I never really kind of send questions for podcast interviews unless they request it because you just want it to flow as it's meant to flow and and the right things will come up as you said you mentioned earlier someone was probably meant to hear this about you getting to the six-year mark and the question you know the the message was you know you got a year left hurry up absolutely yeah because there's you know we like to do that we like to resist we like to prolong we like to procrastinate we like to do all these things and and that's fine that's normal but you know so there's probably several out there if you've gotten that indication that this is something you need to do just go ahead and do it. Just like the other, you know, I was being told it's time to leave. It's time to move on. And I waited, you know, and I'm just like, you know, until it was like the 11th hour and they're like, okay, then we have to do it. And it was very abrupt. If you will go ahead and act on the messages that you're getting, it will be a lot prettier and a lot easier, more fluid, but it's yeah. going to happen one way or another, you know, but it's just, I think, I don't know if they would have given it to someone else. I wasn't willing to test that, but that was my motivation. I didn't want it taken away from me. That was my book. That was my information. (laughs) So like, (laughs) have you you felt your mother come through on sessions and things like that when you've been doing it? Yeah, she, um, she more just comes to me, but yeah, I get word all the time of where she's coming in on sessions and helping practitioners and everything but she she just comes to me I just call her and ask her if I have questions in the beginning she was there a lot like I said she came through in dreams she still comes through in dreams from time to time Um, but she's always there if I if I have if I need her you know and I have a question she's beautiful isn't it like we think like they've just changed form you know that's the thing like people are just you know they think they've gone they're like no they just changed form they've left their physical body and they've just changed form now you just got to call them in a different way exactly exactly that and i've had some people so i'm going to get a little metaphysical here there's i don't know who needs this okay um some people have asked okay so they're over there now they're going on their journey and then if you call them are you not taking them away from whatever they're supposed to be doing and um and that's you know and i know when mom wrote the between death and life she was talking about like the grieving process and sometimes we hold them here and they need to kind of go on well that's when there was more of a linear thought process in mind of linear time linear functions linear now we understand more about simultaneous time and multi-dimensionality and how we are in many many places at once and that's even more so when you're on that plane so they can be doing 
all their stuff and continuing with what they want to do and still come and help you out when you need it. So, um, but they're not, oh, well, this is just now coming in, but they're not going to do things. Remember the law of the non-interference. They're not going to come in and, and take over your life. They're not going to come over and come in and, and tell you how to live. Mm. They will come in. If you ask them, they, see, they fall into the category of everybody, all the guides, guiding angels, all that. Now you have to ask for the assistance. You have to ask for yeah. help. And so then they can come in and, and assist. So thank just, you. For that. Just know those rules are in place there. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I did want to ask you what's what's happening in your life right now. What's new for you? What's exciting that you've got to come? My life. Gosh, just a lot of teaching. It's always this, you know, and so and then always expanding on QHHT. We're, we're developing another course. Amazing. Um, so that will help bridge between level two and level three, because we have a lot of people that want to get to level three, but it's kind of a big leap there. So we were creating a course that will be a bridge there. Yeah. Um, that will definitely be me. I'll be doing it. <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. So we'll hopefully, hopefully we're, we'll have it done by the end of the year. I don't know. This year is going by really fast, so I'm not sure yet. Um, so we're doing that. And then, like I said, I created the online course for my soul speak material and uh, I'm going to so check that out for sure. Time. Yeah. And, um, and so we have the book and then the course. Um, I'm just always looking to whatever, you know, what brings me joy and what I want to do. And um, so that's, you know, I, I don't just go down one path. I, I, I have lots of interests and lots of things that I like to do. And, um, so, but there's something else, gosh, I'm feeling so, man, there's so much love, so much love. Um, it's, it's okay to have lots of interests. It really this is. is this is a message for me. Okay. Okay. Good. Definitely. It's like, okay. Um, you know, this, QHHT, I love it, absolutely love it. And I was there with my mother through the whole creation of it as she was figuring it out and everything. And we started expanding it and then carrying it on. It's her legacy. And now I feel like it's my, it's, I'm carrying a legacy, you know, so I'm, I'm adding to it and it's a, another legacy. I guess I can call it, do I dare call it my legacy as well? I don't yes. Know. Um, okay. <laughs> um, and then, you know, um, and then I love the healing, whole healing aspect and such where Soul Speak comes in. Um, I have other, you know, just anything that gets you excited. It's okay. You know, you don't have to have this one path that you go on. We can have a lot of interests. We can have a lot of things because that's what keeps us young. It keeps us vital. It keeps us going. Um, so yeah, we have our drive. We have our, this is my, my, um, you know, QHHT is astounding. It's amazing what it does and what can be accomplished there. Um, you know, and if you want to take it on as a career, that's a, it's a huge and it's a wonderful career move, you know, so it makes total sense. Uh, and then all these other pieces start fitting in with it. Yeah. You know? I like so what I, you said there about like, you know, the, the goal is to help people. So for me, the goal is to help yeah. people. How I do that is like you said, you can have many interests. So like mm -hmm. QHHT is a big one, Reiki healing, you know, I just do like calls with people. But I've been, I've always been interested in feng shui. So bringing feng shui into people's lives. Cause that's again, like compliments QHHT. Cause like you're coming home to this like healed self and then your home's like, you want to change your home around have like a fresh start. Absolutely. Well, like you said, your, your office, your space there is probably, that's why that's probably one of the reasons people feel so comfortable there. And it, and it works so well is because you've got it feng shui. Feng shui. Yes. <laughs> and your energy and everything. And, 
And you do enough sessions in a space, the energy there is amazing. So it does. I remember one guy came in and he was really in tune. He came in, he couldn't, he couldn't stop giggling. He was just giggling. Like <laughs> I'm a Disney fanatic, so I have Disney ornaments, you know, certain mm-hmm. places. You just said, I feel that inner child, you know, that real giggleness. Yes, yes. And he said, this, this energy in this room is fantastic. And I was like, I've ju- I'm always saging it. I'm always sending it healing. I'm always giving it love. I'm always, you know, there's always love and uh, you know, positive energy in the home, especially with my husband and his two children, my stepchildren. We've always got that real loving family sense. So mm-hmm. I'm proud of the space for sure. <laughs> so cool. Well, I mean, I it's, yeah, it's an, probably an honor for people. I, I would think it's an honor for people to come there and, and be yeah. there with you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time, Julia. Thank and you. I'm going to put all of your links to to your course, to your book, to everything QHHT on the show notes. So anyone who's interested in becoming a practitioner, go check out on the QHHT official website. Yeah, I just, like you said, a career move. For me, it's like, it's just a beautiful modality. Like you said, you can open your toolbox and pull out QHHT. For me, it's just the big one for me. I'm like drawn to QHHT first. Clients will say, you know, I'm stuck in my life. You know, what modality should I go? And like QHHT, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but also people, a lot of people will come for Reiki healing first. And then they're like, right, I need to go for QHHT because they'll feel that in the session yeah. when they're lying down and they'll get, they'll get their own messages through and their right. subconscious like QHHT. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's just it. Some Several things can be a bridge over to it because mm-hmm. sometimes people think, well, I, I'm not ready. I, I can't do a hypnosis and I can't, you know, and, and QHHT sessions are, you know, they're several hours long. And so they're like, oh, I, that's a big commitment. I can't do that. But not realizing that this is huge. What you're doing for yourself, it's a huge investment in yourself to get a session. Um, and so it's worth every minute that you put into it, that you were there. So, um, but but yeah, so if they're not quite ready for that, you know, or, or the whole idea of hypnosis, oh my gosh, you know, wherever they are, these other things are wonderful bridges to get them yeah. to that point. I remember before I learned QHHT, I was in Australia and I was just doing a bit of traveling. I was listening to past life stuff. And I, th- I, used to, I remember saying to myself on the beach, oh, I could never be a hypnosis or past life regressionist. Oh my God, I couldn't do it. <laughs> they're, so, they're so powerful. And I'm sat here going, I'm, I, I can do anything like just don't yeah. doubt myself you know just just that kind of reflection on the beach I just yeah. was so like I couldn't do this and now I am doing it and I'm just so grateful I took the leap you know absolutely yeah you can do it it's not you know I know it sounds weird in the beginning it's kind of like oh my gosh how would I even do that but once you start entering into that world then it's like why couldn't I why can't I do it why wouldn't I do it this is really cool and it's not it's not difficult. I mean, yeah, there's lots, there's pieces, there's moving parts, but you get those down and it, it yeah, I've, I've loved my confidence. And like, I listen back to my first couple of recorded sessions and I can tell the difference, just how I've mm-hmm. just trust the questions and trust yeah. what I need to ask and trust what I'm seeing. And yeah, just the difference. Like I was so nervous at first. I was like, Oh my God. And then now I just, <laughs> I just, I, I welcome it. Cause I just know they're going to leave in the right way. And I trust, you know, I, I normally do a little meditation before they arrive, just sending love. And I ask your mother to come in and just make sure oversee it and just, you know, make sure they have a good session and the universe and spirit. And yeah, and it's just a nice little practice I've got going, but it's the confidence in me has grown. So I'm really grateful of that. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's what you're going for. I mean, that's really the difference as you keep going, doing more and more is, you the confidence keeps building 
Yeah. And you can yeah. tell. And and then with the confidence, the sessions get more profound. Yeah. You know, because it's your confidence. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's why I think sometimes they send you mm-hmm. difficult clients because you, you're growing because you want you got in more confidence. So you get the more, yeah, the deeper clients that need more help. So, yeah. Yeah. You're doing great. Yes. Thank <laughs> you so much. And thank you for your time. I've just, I, I wanted to talk to you for a while and I just knew I'd talk to you at the right time. And it definitely was the right time today. We're halfway Perfect. through the year and I'm excited to, I'm halfway through level two. So I'm keen to get it finished and yeah, yeah. see where it takes me. Wonderful. Can't wait Thank to you see so much, Julie. Journeys. <laughs> Thank yes. you. I hope to meet you in person one day. I want to get to one of the, the reunions, but I know I will get to one of them soon. Yeah, well, in January, we haven't officially announced it yet, but we're going to have one kind of over in your area. Okay, I'll keep my eye out for that one. <laughs> That'll be awesome. I, I want to meet all of them. Like I want to meet Suzanne and Sarah and George, all of them just just because I've spoke to them and I follow them and yes that would be awesome very cool (laughs) yeah thank you so much Julie I've enjoyed talking to you today same here thank you so much (laughs) thanks for listening guys if you've got any questions please reach out I'm going to put all of Julia's links and on the show notes you can get contact her follow her and I'm excited to see where my journey goes but please leave a five-star review and share this podcast with your friends and family it really helps to get it circulating even more thanks to all your reviews thanks to everyone who listens every week and I'm sending you so much love all the way from New Zealand bye guys I'm Victoria Moran Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.